0: Welcome to House Call with Dr. Matt, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. It's been Men's Health Month here in the House Call community, and the men have just taken over. That's
1: right. That's (laughs) right.
0: (laughs) I mean, we... We have had some great conversations. Hey,
1: we've had a lot of pent-up, you know, energy, <laughs> a lot of frustration. I shouldn't say frustration, but, you know, from the first episode, you got feedback from men. Like, all right, so when you start talking about some stuff for us? Yes. And that's been from the beginning. And mm-hmm. so we have had a lot of people who wanted some. So I'm really... Um, I'm glad, you know, that we had this opportunity for this month. We've learned a lot. I know learned I sure have.
0: a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. for those that are just joining us for this particular episode, we should recap for them where mm-hmm. we've been this month. It's June 2015. We kicked off the month in Nashville with mm-hmm. Dr. Leon Sear. He's a urologist. And he taught us about not only the male urinary system, but he talked about how he can treat the female mm-hmm. urinary system. Learned a lot
1: from him. And we're going back
0: because, again, we have marching orders from our community to get some more questions answered Mm -hmm. and to explore some other topics with him. Yes. Then we jet-set it off through the technology of the phone (laughs) (laughs) to the West Coast with none other than comedian Jonathan Slocum.
1: That was a lot, a lot of fun.
0: And we talked about how laughter... Is the best medicine (laughs) Yes it is We brought in the physiology Of how laughter affects our body and our souls Mm -hmm. So I remember hearing you say one time You can be mad all you want
1: Hey, you know, you, you could pretend to be mad, but sometimes you can just go in the basement, just like you were saying, put on a good show, get yourself a belly laugh. You could pretend to be mad when you come back out, but you know you'll be feeling better.
0: That's right. So
2: <laughs> so
0: we need to laugh ourselves to life Definitely with, Definitely. Our, with, with Jonathan Slocum. So Definitely. we talked about that, and we have links of how you can go find his material. Mm-hmm. Now we went, came back. To the DMV. Yes. With Dr. Reginald Barnes. Mm-hmm. And he talked about the eyes have it. Yes. That was some great connections there.
1: I really brought it home about... Subtle changes, how you you really need to pay attention when your body's trying to tell you mm-hmm, something subtly.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, but there's certain things you could only know when you go and see your healthcare providers for those annual screenings.
0: That's a you good point. You got to get that done. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. It was a great way to see how integrative medicine worked. Yes. Because of his wealth of knowledge. That's right. We're now coming, coming down to the home stretch yeah. with Men's Health Month. Yeah. And we had the opportunity to have a very unique conversation with a (laughs) classmate of ours in the intimacy of our home. You want to say
1: intimacy with with the kids? (laughs) Well. That was, boy, (laughs) you'll hear. You'll hear what we're talking about.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we have little cameo appearances by the kids. But but what's so amazing is that they sat on the steps and they were listening yeah they wanted to meet dr newman
1: mm-hmm. they and they were, were listening they
0: were fascinated
1: for those of you who may also listen to the sawbones podcast if you've never heard of it i we highly recommend that highly podcast. highly a recommend podcast um but their parents too <laughs> so they <laughs> yeah. talk about it um, you know it's real and yeah. this episode definitely was real you know with the kids so you're gonna hear them in the background and um yeah you can still hear Dr. Newman, but they were there. So um, that was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A
0: lot of fun. And I really enjoy this platform that we have mm-hmm. of podcasting that you introduced me to. Yeah. That seems to bring about a atmosphere, a non judgmental atmosphere. Yeah,
1: it's inviting, you know? you know? I like
0: that word. It's mm-hmm. a very inviting atmosphere for people to feel as if they've come into our home, mm-hmm. sat down on our couch after having some wonderful fellowship maybe even some food
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and start having conversations yeah, you
1: don't have to take commercial breaks at set times no, or anything like no. that you can just sit and talk and talk yeah and
0: I, I i believe in my own experience and in my opinion it's when you have those conversations with friends with family with um, people that have been put in your path for some reason that you have these epiphanetic moments mm-hmm. for your life yes And that is why we here at the House Call community have talked about connecting our health dots Mm -hmm. through conversations.
1: Right.
0: So, we are taking a hiatus for summer. We're going to be going away on summer vacation. We'll be back in September after Labor Day weekend with some great new conversations that we've already started. Connecting with some people and having conversations in the community. So, you'll want to be... You'll want to hear that. You want to come back for that. Mm-hmm. We ask that you play that you do a review of the show on any platform that you listen on. If Please you, do. If Please. you listen on Stitcher, if you listen through iTunes, um, we have our Buzzsprout, our RSS feed. Mm-hmm. You can leave reviews there. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us what we can improve. And when you do that, it makes the show more accessible to other people. Yes. And it makes it easier for them to find. So we really would would appreciate that support. You can give us feedback through our Gmail account. Our email address is realdoc74 at gmail dot com. That's r e a l d o c seven four at gmail dot com follow us on twitter you can follow us on twitter we tweet about the show tweet about tips of the day other things other people that we're involved with um so follow us on twitter at real doc 74 is our handle mm-hmm. or instagram at real doc 74 same handle so i think we've wrapped up everything
1: uh yeah so we just need to let them know about who we're talking to. oh my
0: goodness please yeah, do we <laughs> gotta
1: do that because um, you're in for a treat treat dr dr um naeem newman we've known him for a while known we him have. from back in school we days have. he he's from this area he's from germantown oh. um he graduated from tacoma academy mm-hmm. and then he went to oakwood university got his um bs uh, in biology in 1995 graduated from loma linda university in 2004 then he got his surgical residency at Washington Hospital Center 2009. I think you guys were there at the same time. Around right? the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, got his uh, surgical uh, research fellowship at Johns Hopkins. He did that, finished that in 2011. Then he did surgical oncology fellowship at Wake Forest University, um, finished that in 2013. And Then he came back in this area, and he's been at the Anne Arundel Medical Center in Annapolis, Maryland, since 2013, uh, working in surgical oncology. So we were very, very, very fortunate, um, to be able to sit down and talk to him. Yes.
0: Yes. And you know, he was so gracious to come to our home, sit down with us, have a conversation, engage the kids as we said before, and really pull together Mm. the topic of colon cancer.
1: Yeah. And it really hits home for me. You'll hear why, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely one of those personal, personal things to me. So I was very happy with some of the information, you know, that he gave us this episode. And
0: he made it very practical. Mm -hmm. He made the information. He took the, the medicine and the medical jargon and brought it to an everyday activity or an everyday symptom. Yes. So I I really appreciated that about Mm -hmm. him. Definitely. I don't think we need to say anything more. No, no. Let's get started. started. Mm -hmm. So you guys grab your pens and paper is what I would suggest. If you have a notebook that you keep all your house called notes in, grab that. But you know, let's get started. Let's sit down. Let's have this conversation. Let's connect these dots. Let's get some straight talk. Welcome to House Call with Dr. Mack, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. It's been a joy doing our men's health series. I've had my wonderful co-host here. We're back again with my honey, Wendell. Thank Mm -hmm. you for coming along with me this month.
1: Thank you for letting the men have a little bit of time. (laughs) Of course,
0: of course. And I have the privilege of sitting with a former classmate, um, I, I don't even know what else to say. Former Okudite, uh, uh, um Dr. Naeem Newman, thank you for coming and sitting in the House Call community with us. Uh,
2: thank you so much for inviting me. Um, this really means a lot to me to sit here with you guys and to spread the health message to so many people who really need it.
0: Thank you, thank you. I I want to let the community know your background. So you are a surgical oncologist That's here correct. in the in the DMV. This is the um Maryland, DC, um Virginia area. Yes. And we wanted to sit down and talk to you about a area of medicine that affects a lot of African American men. Yes. Colon cancer. Yes. This is an area of yours that you see a lot. This is one of your areas of expertise, isn't it? Yes. Can you tell us what are some of the risk factors for colon cancer for not only men, but also for women, if you could?
2: Yes. Again, thank you for inviting me to the show. Uh, unfortunately, uh, African Americans in the United States have the highest incidence of colorectal cancer so it's very important that we discuss these things and one of the reasons is I think just a lack of knowledge and education about causes and Mm -hmm. risk factors Mm -hmm. of colorectal cancer so um, one of the main risk factors is being age 50 or greater Hmm. Um, one of the good things about colorectal cancer is it's 90 percent preventable Mm -hmm. how do we prevent it is the million dollar question well one of the recommendations is getting a screening colonoscopy at the age of 50 and screening basically means looking for cancer in someone without symptoms colon cancer doesn't always have Um, A lot of symptoms But um, Some of the symptoms it may have Mm -hmm. uh, Bleeding Mm -hmm. um, Some abdominal pain And sometimes a change in your bowel habits where you can have constipation Or diarrhea Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the other Risk factors for Colorectal cancer is Obesity Mm. There have been some linkages to diabetes Mm -hmm. Um of course, a family history of colon cancer will increase your risk of having colon cancer. Um, there are some genetic syndromes. Also, there have been linkages to eating red meat or processed meat, mm-hmm. increasing your risk for colon cancer. Well,
1: You know, for me personally, colon cancer is one of those things that... It's one of those things that keeps me up at night. You know? yeah. Let me give you an idea why. I have okay. a couple of people who are very close to me who passed from colon cancer. One was my aunt. Okay. My maternal aunt. Okay. Um, and uh, she was diagnosed... Uh, We were fortunate she lived for a good 16, 17 years after her diagnosis. Okay. And um, it was one of those things where, you know, just out of the blue for us. No one else, heart disease in our family was the thing you died from. Okay. You died from a stroke. Yeah. You had a stroke a few years later, that's what you died from. But she was the first one who cancer. You know, that we saw in our family. So it was really a a shocker for us. Okay. Um, But then, so, and also with her, you know, she was a very busy woman, entrepreneur. You know, she basically lived at her business. So, um, you know, she's just busy, you know, as you can see. But there was was a a wife,
0: a mother, you know, juggling. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> everything yeah. Yeah. so she the was regular, regular big stresses into, of um, life
1: into into working with our country with politics and okay. everything else so you know she just had a lot on her plate okay um but there was a gentleman I worked with at Washington Adventist okay picture of health from what i could see to the point where they made their own soy milk
2: wow they didn't, you know what i mean this yes. is how
1: serious they were about yes. just being organic and everything else um, but our job, we had a screening every year. We have a health program. Okay. And colorectal screening is something yes. that we had. And he was detected, I'm telling you, a year later, a year, two years later. Yes. Gone. Yes. And so whenever you talk about, you know, I've heard about the change in bowel habits. Yes. Mm-hmm. So anytime something's yeah. right. Because, yeah. like, oh, right. you know, that hit really close to me. Um, so, when you say change in bowel habits, yes. um, bleeding, of course, we understand right. that you want to get that change. What, what exactly does that mean?
2: So, it can mean constipation. Okay. It can mean diarrhea. Mm-hmm. But it's a change from your normal bowel habits. And, but, you, and you really but can't tell. You, know, you can't always yeah. tell. That's, that's somewhat nonspecific yeah. because many things can cause constipation yeah. and many things can cause diarrhea. There's also many things that can cause Mm -hmm. bleeding in the stool. You know, something as simple as a hemorrhoid can Mm -hmm. cause that. So the key is screening, which is getting checked out before you have symptoms. Mm. The risk really goes up at starting at age 50, which is why the recommendation is to begin getting colonoscopies at age 50. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Colon cancer grows extremely Mm -hmm. slow. Okay. Um, it starts off as a polyp. Huh. And that polyp grows slowly over time and eventually develops into cancer. Okay. So what happens with a colonoscopy is you go in with a scope and if you identify a polyp, it can be removed during the time mm-hmm. of the colonoscopy, which also avoids having surgery further down the line. So you're preventing... Colon cancer mm-hmm. by having the polyp removed, mm-hmm. but also you're preventing, you know, surgeries down the road. I remember the '80s when Reagan had polyps. You remember that?
0: I faintly remember that. I faintly uh, remember, it was and they all had all been a man's business. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I faintly about. remember that. Yeah. I was okay. a mere child. <laughs> <So when you laughs> Reagan the president, but you know, we um, we spoke with um, Dr. Leon Seard, who's yes. a urologist. Yes.
2: I know him well.
0: And we were talking to him about, you know, uh, I I gave him a backdrop of when I went to residency at hospital. I remember going through, walking with Dr. Downing, the residency director, and he was so proud of how they just redid labor and delivery. They had new floors and new delivery suites, and we've increased the amount of ORs, and Uh he's showing me all of these good pointers, and he Uh says, you know why they did this? I said, no. He said, because they understand who makes the medical decisions in the household. Mm -hmm. He said, it's usually the woman. Okay. And when she has a great experience at that hospital, when her husband has his heart attack, she's going to tell him, go to hospital center. Right. So I said, with that backdrop, with the knowledge that a lot of times women do influence Mm -hmm. the medical decisions in their household, Mm -hmm. what tips or what, um, yeah, what tips could you give the females to, to give to their significant others? Mm-hmm. What things should they be asking their primary care physicians? Mm-hmm. So what, would you, what information would you give me that I would then give on to my significant other to make sure you're asking this of your doctor right. or these are the symptoms that you should be looking for? Because a lot of time it's going to be the prodding of that significant other. That's
2: right. That's right. Or the nagging. <laughs> <laughs> the gentle leading. <laughs> so um, I guess one thing I would recommend for women is setting the example. So mm, we talk good. about breast cancer screening, you know, yes. we're talking about colon cancer, yes. but breast cancer screening starts at age 40 mm-hmm. and it's annual screening mammogram yes. starting at age 40 to mm. have early detection of breast cancer. Right. Right. So, that gives you a 10-year head start of setting an example for your husband a or a significant great, other. That's and a great point. As he sees you, you know, in right. your um, regimented approach to screening, then, you know, maybe he'll follow. <laughs>
0: that's a good uh, tip. I like mm-hmm. that.
2: And also, you know, colonoscopies these days are done, um, you know, most of the patients are asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably a twenty to thirty minute outpatient procedure. Okay. So it's not a long, arduous, you know, all day task. Okay. It's usually a twenty to thirty minute procedure. Um and with patients mostly asleep.
0: So not that much time off from their daily right. activities. That's right. They can have the procedure they can know their results pretty quickly. Yep. Maybe not the ne- that day, but right. pretty quickly. And so, it's something that can be done as part of your routine habits. It's part of your lifestyle. It would Be like
2: going to the dentist. There you go. It, it'd be and even better news. A colonoscopy done, let's say at age fifty, that is normal. The recommendation would be not to have another one for ten years. Oh. So, it's even, it's not like the mammogram, there's an annual Mm -hmm. mammogram. A normal colonoscopy, the recommendation is not to have another one for 10 years for an average risk or normal risk patient. Okay. Now, if you have family history Mm -hmm. or if they saw some polyps um, during the colonoscopy, they may say come back in three to five years. Mm -hmm. So,
1: like for me now, because of what I told you, I have a family history now. Uh, not and
2: it would we would consider a first degree relative more of a family okay. history. Okay. 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 So gotcha. that would be mother, father, sister, mm-hmm. brother, grandparents. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. So when you go to your physician and you're filling out that form of the history the family history form
2: I would still put on oh, yeah. colon cancer right but
0: but that is now you need to be able to know okay I'm is it my mom my dad right. my, those are your first degree relatives those are your first that, degree relatives okay. okay so Dr. Newman, have there been times where someone has come to you and they have and you are now part of their care? They unfortunately have colon cancer, or colorectal cancer. And they say, Doc, was there something I could have done mm-hmm. to prevent this?
2: Colon cancer, as I said, is 90% preventable. Mm-hmm. How wow. How do you prevent it? One way is screening,
0: mm-hmm. early
2: detection, finding the polyps, removing mm-hmm. polyps before they become cancer. Okay. Another way of preventing it is... Dietary and life risk mm. reduction Or modification mm. Once again it's 90% preventable Because even in the example You gave the guy who's making his own Soy milk yeah. mm-hmm. He still got colon cancer yeah. So we're just doing our best to ward off Or to decrease right. our risk right. mm-hmm. But they were um, reported in JAMA
0: wow. So this made
2: it all the way to JAMA mm. And um, Vegetarians uh, People living um on a plant based diet had a twenty two percent risk reduction um, of developing colon cancer.
0: Wow. Living wow. a vegetarian yeah. diet you can't, you can't decrease can't, can't, the risk Prec- by
2: twenty two percent.
0: That's yeah. significant. So
2: that was very significant.
0: And and yeah. plant based diet, we just did we finished up March with I'm sorry, May, we finished May up with a nutritionist, Mrs. Donna Green Goodman. Yes. And we were talking about Taking food down to the cellular level yes. and the science behind it. Yes. Talking about going, being in Dr. Weibu's class yes. at Oak yes. Oakwood University. I listened
2: to that. And um, I remember Dr. Weibu well. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: and we were talking about the study and the science of phyto um, phytonutrients phytochemicals. And, yes. phyto, phytochemicals, and how that is found in a plant-based diet. Yes. We are learning the science of nutrigenetics and nutrigenomics. We're learning that you can reverse, repa- you can actually repair DNA. Yes. You, um, if you look at a cell, when we look at that cell and we look at that cell membrane, you think of a cell as a sandwich. I like to say a sandwich. You have yes. your buns yes. and your inside yeah. um, meats or lettuce, tomato, everything, all the workings inside, but the two things of bread on yeah. the outside. And we're trying to make sure that nothing penetrates that bread, the cell membrane that Mm -hmm. gets through. But if it gets through and it gets through the inside, it gets to where the DNA is packed. You can damage the DNA. That's right. You can cause certain areas of the DNA to be turned on. Right. So, like our cancer genes. That's right. We know one one that sticks out. I I can't. um, I remember offhand is p fifty three. P
2: fifty three.
0: And that's a cancer gene. And all of us have it.
2: Right.
0: It's a matter of do we flip on that switch.
2: Right. Right. Or
0: do we keep it? nice and quiet and masked and right. if it gets flipped on do we take in the right nutrients to make sure we repair it right so that goes back to our nutrition
2: our diet it
0: talks about our diets <clears throat> what we put in our mouths Right. what about lifestyle in terms of stress
2: right well um another risk factor for colon cancer is obesity
0: So also
2: what the Adventist health study identified was exercise. Exercise not only um, helps to control weight, but certainly is a great stress-relieving activity. Absolutely. So exercise is definitely a way of reducing your cancer risk. And, you know, what I've found in having these conversations is education is one thing.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: But now it takes the discipline of applying the education that we learned. And that's obviously where the rubber meets the road. Yes. Because we all know a lot of these things. Yes. But... Man, can we really say no to that cheeseburger? <laughs> <laughs> can we say no yeah. to the chicken? Can we right. say no to mm. that and say yes to the big plate of salad? Right. Mm.
0: Right. I it, mm. so Can we
2: say yes to maybe waking up an extra hour early and jogging around the block a few times or jogging around the track? And so it's um education which is why this program is so important is getting the knowledge out there Mm -hmm. but then the question we all who are listening to this have Mm -hmm. to ask ourselves is now that we have the information what are we going to do with it and that's where the discipline comes in of eating right Mm -hmm. exercising living right and those things and that's the hard part
0: you know it seems like this has become a theme For Men's Health, Health <laughs> Month Exercise yeah. Yeah. All the practitioners we've talked to Every Has one. said Exercise mm-hmm. is, is A key component
2: oh, that's Partly because obesity I don't know a good word But obesity is dangerous yeah. Yes yeah. Obesity yes. is like smoking Wow, wow. You know, It is dangerous for heart disease mm-hmm. Diabetes it's been linked to so many cancers and exercise is probably the best fight against mm-hmm. obesity wow. and of course exercise combined with diet you're really now on the war front in you're, combating mm-hmm. obesity now, I heard it once said that the real weapon of mass destruction is McDonald's. And, mm-hmm. right? Because wow. uh, fast food is killing yes. way more people than guns and mm. and bombs and stuff like that. the real weapon of mass destruction is bad food.
1: It, it, I started on my own health journey about two years, about two, two years ago. Two years about? ago. Okay. Um, but we live in such an amazing time that, you know, there's so many... On YouTube and Facebook, yes. you can get free 10-minute workouts yep. every day. Yes. 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. That will give you the same effect as a 30-minute, right. hour-long workout. High you intensity. Know, but you just yes. got Yeah, yeah. that high-intensity training. You to do too. it. Yeah. That H I I T the high intensity, mm. you know, you yes. just have to make up your mind to right. do it. It's free. It's right. out there. You just got to put on a pair of sneakers that's and it. you know make up your mind, but you said that discipline every day.
2: You don't need YouTube or anything to exercise. Well, that's true. You need a pair <laughs> get of sneakers, sneakers yeah. and, go and go outside, outside and yeah. and even so if it's winter time, you walk up and down your steps twenty mm-hmm. times. I mean, it's <laughs> it's really yes, just yes. developing yes. the mm-hmm. habit and the lifestyle of exercise yes. and and eating right and saying no. I mean yes. part of it is saying no. <laughs> I mean it's a whole cycle, you know, if you're going to get up early, I means you got to go to bed later. I mean go to bed earlier mm-hmm. and probably have to say no to the TV. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not going to watch my late night show Because I'm going to go to sleep So I can get up early in the morning You or, can get that late night show on Netflix and then, anyway And watch right, it right, the right. next day at, you know, And usually the yes, late night yes. show Includes some late night snacking and, Wow you know, Dr. It's Newman a whole, you stepping on toes yeah, yeah, to yeah, I'm Doritos, stepping on my own woo.
1: Doritos taste better after
2: night <laughs> <Okay. laughs> they, okay. Okay. they do They taste so good they'll stick with you For probably <laughs> <laughs> next yeah. That, yeah. Is yeah. that is true. Yeah. That be is holding true. Holding on to those Doritos for many, many many weeks later. Uh, you know,
0: exercise, I talked about it too when I went to the um I went to OMP downtown DC to do a round table discussion on um straight talk for optimal health is what we were talking about. And some of the questions I got because of my specialty, in you know, um mm-hmm. OB and um OBGYN were because of, you know, menopause and hormonal changes. Right. And I told them the same thing. I said, actually, exercise. Mm -hmm. We tell ladies that are suffering from hot flashes and that brain fog and, you know, that I just don't feel quite right exercise. I had one patient I remember distinctly. And she said to me, I don't need my medicine anymore. And she said, now, I know this may not be for everybody, but I have started exercising regularly. Mm -hmm. And because of that, she said, now, it wasn't overnight. And it wasn't like, oh, I just did it for two days and, you know, I didn't need any medication. But she said, I've been consistent. My hot flashes have gone away. I don't feel as if I retain my weight anymore. She said Mm -hmm. the brain fog is gone. Mm -hmm. And so we're seeing this theme. We're Mm -hmm. seeing a wonderful woven thread throughout not only women's health, but men's health and for kids. And you see, Michelle Obama has been a big advocate about kids moving. And we've learned when we started this journey two years ago, our children are so influenced by what we do. That's right. They know now when we come home, when Daddy puts on his workout pants yes. and his tennis shoes. Oh, it's time to go downstairs and work out. Yeah, you know. Or, mommy, are you gonna get on the stepper upstairs? Right. Right. Oh, can we do it? Okay, but you have to be safe. Go right. put on your tennis shoes. Go. Right. Oh, can we go outside and play? So they know to move. And if I'm right. saying, oh, well, we're not gonna go outside today. You know, we're supposed to exercise. Yeah. We're <laughs> supposed to move. Yeah. You know, so it can influence. That's yes, right. And this theme of eating properly, of eating more plant-based so right. that you get the right nutrients along with the exercise is a wonderful theme that is being woven throughout, mm-hmm. starting with men's health. And I, yes. and we're in this whole summer. Every, everybody's getting out and about. So it's a perfect time to start and to continue this wonderful lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Wonderful right. lifestyle. I mean, we...
2: Um talk a lot about breaking cycles yes. mm-hmm. and African-Americans are at the top of the list of almost every disease out oh, there. Oh, wow. Yes.
0: And That's so true. That is so true. We
2: have opportunities to begin breaking that cycle. Yes. And the way that we can break that cycle and pass this good health on to our kids is eating better, better lifestyles, yes. improving our lifestyles. As our kids watch us eat better. Mm-hmm. Watch us exercise yes. It will become part of their lifestyle
0: That is wonderful And that and, will
2: break the cycle
0: And then with coupling Going to the doctor on a regular basis Yes. So we spoke with Dr. Reginald Barnes in D.C. He's an ophthalmologist And also board certified in,
2: Also um, Washington Hospital Center Also Washington <laughs> Hospital Center
0: <grad>. Yes, yes! <laughs> You no, know, he has um he has board certification in internal medicine and he um has background in hypertension and diabetes management. Um and he was saying that I just lost my thought. Oh, no no.
2: He's also an endocrinologist.
0: Endocrinologist. He was saying, I was asking him the same question about what could we do in terms of tips to give our significant other. Mm -hmm. And he said, just going to the doctor on a regular basis, like you have said, Making sure that you are regimented and making sure you get your screenings going annually. And that is something that our children will see too, right. that you go to the doctor on a regular basis. Yes. You don't just go to the emergency room when you're sick. Mm. You go when you're well. It's been amazing. Right. Um, a, a short story, our son has it has asthma. And we have learned what triggers it. it is more of an allergen-induced um, right. asthma. And so we've been very good this year, kept on top of things. Our pediatrician, it happens to be our cousin, and she goes <laughs> to the same church we go. And she said, you know, I haven't seen you guys in a while. Everything okay? I was like, Uh, yeah, everything's good. uh You know, we don't have to just go to the doctor when we're sick. Right. But we can go. Now the kids know we go to the dentist. Mm -hmm. We go, we've learned here recently with Dr. Barnes, we need to go get their eyes checked at an early age. You know, we need to make sure that we're going to the doctor. They're hearing us talk about going to the doctor when we're well so that they don't have just this association when I'm sick. Mm-hmm. I go to the doctor.
1: That's right. And health insurance is definitely that's what they want. They're now. promoting
2: that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they everything
1: that. preventative is free. Yes. Yeah. You know, because I think Mama Ground was like with our yeah, insurance, yeah, with our insurance, Mama they paid for my 100% yep. they else, were
0: 100% so yeah. paid for. Yeah. Dr. Newman, I have really enjoyed this mm. conversation. I would love to have you come back and sit in our community. Um, we had talked about you touching on even melanoma and melanoma. Skin, skin cancers,
2: can talk breast cancer, and breast cancer. Mm-hmm.
0: We're going to have you back if you I'd be happy to come to back. Come back. Yes. <laughs> so before you leave, we have our practitioners give a tip of the day or I guess give a tip of the day to the community it can be along your lines that you practice in or just something that you thought of that you would like to leave a word with the community Mm
2: -hmm. okay Um, one of the questions I get all the time um, as I promote a plant based diet is well if I take meat out of my diet how will I get my protein Mm. that's a
0: great question
2: so What I say is, what most people don't realize is most vegetables have protein. Collard greens are high in protein. Mm. Um, Broccoli. Other vegetables are high in protein. Mm. Another way to get protein is um, legumes or beans. Mm -hmm. Beans are very high in protein. Nuts are also very high in protein. So... Protein will not be a problem for a vegetarian who is well-educated and knowledgeable about protein sources and non-meat food. That's your tip of the day.
0: Thank you so much. I like that. So, guys, pull out your pens and paper. I know you're going to listen to this again. Make sure you jot down all the nice little notes Dr. Newman left for us, all the, all the good nuggets and the tip of the day. Until next time, when we see you here in the community, bye now.